podcast, what's good? Uh, really fun announcement before you listen to the show today. Uh, November 17th at 12 p.m. Eastern, nine for you West Coasters, uh, five, six, seven for Europe, stand up. Uh, 12 Eastern, uh, November 17th, inside of VFriends Discord on the stage we have in there, the live chat stage, um, I will be having a very big surprise announcement and a fun announcement with my co-founders of Empathy Wines, Nate and John, uh, you know, who now are corporate animals and work at Constellation after we sold the company. So we're not necessarily friends anymore, but I love them. And uh, they'll be joining me and we will be having a surprise announcement. Uh, if you are not part of the VFriends Discord, A, that's a huge mistake, because it's not just talking about VFriends, it's mainly actually talking about the education of NFTs. Uh, but the URL is often in my personal Instagram uh, account and connected, but sometimes I change it. And the other thing you could do is go to at vfriends on Instagram. It's linked there. You should follow at vfriends too. A lot going on in that world. Uh, November 17th, noon Eastern, inside the Discord on the audio stage, me and my two partners, John and Nate, talking about a super fun surprise. This is the Gary V Audio Experience. We have to make smart decisions. When looking for money, because let's not forget why we're here. I mean, unless I'm confused, we're under the context of commerce and business in this room, which, oh, by the way, the scorecard in that is money. When looking for money, when you're looking for it, you are willing to make decisions that don't feel good in lieu of it because you want it so bad. And so if you're able to somehow position yourself not to need it right this second, I promise you, you have a far better chance of getting it, and more importantly, a far better chance of getting it and feeling good about how you got it. And so, you know, for me, the theme is patience. You know, no matter what you're doing here, please understand that 36 months from now is not that long. It's not, I mean, you know, I met this nice kid back there, he's 17, he's like, you know, can you give me some advice? I'm like, if you do everything wrong for the next five years, you're still gonna be young as and you can pick it up and keep going, right? Like, if you literally do everything wrong, and, and, and that to me is the point of it all, right? Which is that, which is that, I don't know, I spend a lot of time traveling and consulting and building my own businesses and I'm in rooms like this quite a bit and I understand and I'm massively concerned because of the lack of patience which then gets into decision making that I think is suspect at best. That's me being polite, right? And I think people are writing their legacies and I highly implore you that you don't want to lose the leverage of your name as a human being being tarnished because in three, four, five, six, seven years from now, in a world of Google Glass, it's not just what people have on your reputation in the first result on Google. People are gonna roll up on you in real life and have every piece of information at their fingertip or maybe their eye tip and if those results don't feel good and if people are questioning your moral status and those kind of things, you are going to be in trouble. To be great now, you have to be better than you used to be because in the old days, there were people that decided who were gonna be the people we cared about. They put them on television. They allowed them to write for the newspaper. They were the kingmakers. The kingmakers have lost that power and now the internet is the kingmaker and what we all have the ability to do is put out stuff. Except, that sounds all great 
And that sounds so exciting, but the flip side is, so does everybody else. And so we have to differentiate and we have to provide value. And to me, the way, that what I've watched, and I've watched this for a long time, the number one way for you to break out and actually win and no matter what you do is to give first and use that leverage. And so if you look, look, I watched the hashtag of this event starting last night and even on my flight this morning. And then I saw a bunch of people and I didn't know a lot of you and I knew you were here because you were using the hashtag. So then I did my normal fun little thing that I like to do and then I started looking at your accounts and looking at your business accounts. And I can tell you right now, there's a lot of people in this room that are in the right hook, right hook, right hook, right hook business. Every post on your Facebook accounts and every second post on your Twitter accounts is something in your best interest. You don't give a about the people that follow you. You want something and you're providing nothing in return. There is a really interesting audacity slash entitlement going on in entrepreneurship right now in America. Let me tell you something about building a business. You're not entitled to You're not. Just because you started a business and you have something to sell, you are not entitled to anything. The consumer's gonna decide if they want it or not. And by the way, even if you've been successful for a little while, you still have to be great again and again and what you did for me two days ago becomes completely irrelevant. How do I find balance when I have so many passions that I wanna make all of them big? Patience. Okay. (laughs) Like, you know, what you're talking, I'm like, oh, this is the blonde woman version of me, right? <laughs> like, I also had all those things that I wanted to do. Um, but what I did, like what you did, which I admire so much, was first I created a stability. Mm-hmm. And then at, you know, 34, I started Vayner to, and the way I looked at it was to build a platform. Okay. And now I'm 44, and things like Empathy Wines can happen. You know, other things will happen over the next decade. And so I think I think the biggest issue you probably have is what almost everybody has, which is when you have ambition, it's awfully hard to also have patience. Yeah, that's how I feel. It's like, I wanna do all these things and I love them. I feel like for whatever reason, luck of the draw with DNA, circumstance, maybe seeing my parents, you know, just work forever and event, you know, like I don't know what, but um, I was gifted with extreme patience and extreme ambition. And I think that I've come to realize, especially in my early 40s now, that that is not as common as I would think because I had it. And I think that what's hurting you is your your own judgment on yourself. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and that comes from lack of patience. Like, give time. You're a young woman. You really are. Give it time. Give it time for these things to manifest. And also, understand that one of those three things may fail. Yeah. And that's okay. I try to take, like you say, like failures is better than winning sometimes because you learn so much from it. A hundred percent. And as long as you give the right intent and did it the right way and went about it the right way, then you're in a really good spot. It's just, um, you know, Patience is hard because it's important. Yeah, I definitely feel that. People are like, Gary, patience is hard. I'm like, no shit, because it's the fucking core ingredient to success. 
for most people. Yeah, and I feel like everything for me was like hard growing up and now like in my 20s, like it just kind of started going positively. So I'm like, go, 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 go all the time. Cause I'm like, because, 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 because hardship in youth a lot of times is a secret to success. Okay. Like yeah. you're such a go-getter because you had such adversity to stability. You've created stability so quickly because it's what you yearned for because you didn't have it. Most people actually have it as a child. Some have too much of it, which actually makes them the reverse of you, which is entitled and soft. Yeah, definitely. I just, and I have like all these experiences and these stories and I find myself being able to like motivate other people and I want to focus on doing that and I want to focus on making my businesses matter. Me too. Me too. And I've been doing it and I've been doing it every day since 2006. <laughs> Yes, I just need to be patient. I I feel myself feeling like rushed all the time. Why? That's the question, I guess. <laughs> Why? To whom? You know, whose affirmation are you looking for? Right. Who are you looking to say that you did it? Yeah, definitely. I guess myself, like I just, I genuinely am so happy with what I'm doing. I just have to be more patient with it. Yeah, and, and, take, and take a breath and be like fucking grateful. Yeah. Like here we are, right? Like look how quickly you've been able to, you know, sometimes people with tough childhoods don't really get to that place to their 40s or 50s, which is still remarkable off of that starting point. You've been able to do it so quickly. You were gifted with talent and you were trained and circumstanced into hard work. And here we are. Yeah, definitely. And I like I know like my two businesses with um, my wine client and uh, my event company, like I know it can work. Like I have it in my head and it's so like I just, do so it. just put your head down for a decade and make them work. Yeah. And make then sure. when you wake up and when you wake up in six years and you want more personal life stuff, do that too. And mm -hmm. then in nine years when you want to, uh, after that in 15 years, when you want to get into something altogether new, do that. I actually think all of business, actually all of life is completely predicated on providing value, right? That, you know, if you don't provide value, like I don't give a fuck if you're the best marketer of all time, if your product sucks, you're gonna lose. Like you can do everything great and have every tactic right and know how to do social perfectly and have the greatest landing page conversion funnel you've ever seen and SEO your face off and all that stuff. But if when it gets to that point, you are unable to build retention or word of mouth of scale of the network effect of the quality of what you're selling, you cannot build a real business. You will ultimately tap out or slash fail. And so my whole life has been predicated on the fact that I think about how do I bring the most value possible for whatever I do. When my life took me into a place where my career was predicated on selling wine, I wanted to sell it for the lowest price possible, have the best possible customer service, recommend the best new wines that I possibly could because that was how I could provide value. When I write books or speak, I always think about how can I just give everything away? I, I don't wanna sell anything. I wanna give as much possible as that I, knowledge that I can because it becomes leverage to anything I may want to have long-term. See, I'm very, very predicated 
on running a marathon in a world that I think is running a sprint. I think when we think about 2014, and when I think about the entrepreneurs in this room and marketers and the brands that I work with, we live in a world where people lack patience. We just don't have patience. And I promise you that if you're able to, whether it's financially or emotionally, put yourself in a position to have patience, you have a far better chance of succeeding. Your decision-making path becomes far clearer and you build much more leverage to actually build wealth or work-life balance or legacy or whatever makes you tick.